Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. We got uh, very light news this week. Um, as far as I know, I do not think we will have a discussion this week. Marcus and I both have some stuff going on, but uh, we're here nonetheless to bring you the news. What's up, Marcus? So, what's up? How's it going? And yeah, like Rico said, you know, going through some things, and you know, we're going to try to take it what day by day and kind of just go on about it. But obviously, you know, we always try to put out something just because, again, we do enjoy what we do, and it's a great way just to be converse and kind of get our minds off everything. All right. The, the, what is it? The trials of the world and stuff like that. You know, it's almost like a giant RPG where you tend to get shafted more so than anything else. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, uh, we hope you enjoy it. Like Rico, I mentioned, um, maybe we won't get a discussion unless something kind of pops up. I know Rico and I have been trying to get those discussions out just because we do enjoy them. I think I personally, I think enjoy them more so than the news. Not to say I dislike it, right? But, you know, it's always fun just to discuss stuff that we enjoy. It gets yeah. interesting. It gets interesting for sure. And even this, like to an extent, uh, we get to talking and we kind of, like you say, we kind of escape from some of the stuff that, uh, you know, we, we go through. I know we've had, we kind of, our group in, in general, because it has kind of had a tough year. So uh, little things here and there, but we get through them together, right? Absolutely. Power of friendship. That's right. <laughs> I say it with all sincerity. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound like it, but but, but, I, but I know you're being for real. <laughs> I am being for real. I am. I am. That's why I got to clear. I got to clarify. Hey, man. <laughs> Power of friendship, man. It's real. It's a real deal, dude. It really is. It really is for sure, dude. <laughs> um, First thing I'll, before we get into the things that we usually get into, uh, Kid Cudi, one of my, one of my favorite, probably my favorite rapper. And uh, I know he's up there on your list as well. Uh, put out a new single uh, called Por- Porsche Topless. Yeah. That's and then good. he also announced his new album. It's going to be called Insano. Oh, damn. Like, like Insano. Yeah. Like, dang, it's not a, a Man on the Moon. No, it's, it's not a Man on the Moon. It sounds like it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, Porsche Topless. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm not going to hold back. I thought it was eh. The music really? is good. The music is very good. The lyrics, it's a little different. It's not, it, it's it, it's different vibe from him. It's like, you know, you know how when Eminem did uh, certain music later on in his career and people were like, man, I miss the Eminem that was like on drugs and like struggling and shit. Yeah. Like that was the therapeutic music. It's weird. It, this kind of gives me like that vibe, like. It's not the, it's not the like I'm going through issues, shit that like we heard like on some of the Man on the Moon albums. It, yeah. it, it, it's very different, and I, I won't say too much more because I'd rather you listen to it and see what you think for yourself. Uh, in terms of like a first single, which will be on that album, it could go either way because it's it, it's it's one of those albums that's going to be different. From- well, I mean, I know when it's not Man on the Moon because he had that he had like what Indica. And he had um, what was the rock one? He had no, it was what's the rock one? Uh, speeding bullet to heaven. Yeah, yeah speeding bullet. To, yeah, yeah, speeding bullet to heaven. I know he he likes to be creative. He likes to get a little, um, I guess creative is the right word, right? Just yeah. to kind of explore. He likes to explore some of his music and stuff like that. But I mean, he did do um, and it's funny that you mentioned that kind of therapeutic stuff. He did do uh, the Sonic, the single, the single for the Sonic movie part mm-hmm. two, uh, which was stars, amazing. Yeah. Stars in the sky, which I loved, which I loved. So, um. It, are you getting like poppy kid cuddy rap kid cuddy you know just i i guess we can get all kinds of kid cuddy right you never really kind of hold this guy to just one sound which again like you know by all means he likes to explore and be creative so i go listen to it afterwards for sure yeah for the most part like those man on the moons are usually like amazing albums and even even when he puts out something that's a little bit more experimental and not for everybody i still come away with like four or five songs from those albums that i like love but it feels like that's what this is going to be. This is going to be one of those things that d- that's different. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. But uh, let's, let's see what you think when you get a listen. Um, in terms of anime, I really didn't have too much other than uh, there's a, a leak rumor going around that Studio Shaft will be uh, animating Fire Force Season 3. I, don't, I honestly have, don't even know. I don't really know studios too much in general, but I've never heard of Studio Shaft. Are you, you familiar with them? Yeah, I actually know. I only know two of their major works, but they're actually two of the most popular 
animes that are out there. Uh, Madoka Magica being one of them, which again has a huge, you know, they have spinoffs, they have their main series, they have their manga, and it's actually considered one of the better anime that's out there just in general. And then the other one is actually is the uh, Managatari series. Remember that I, I mentioned the, the um, I talked about, I, I compared it to um, Bunny Girl Senpai. Okay, there we go for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, the Monogatari. It was the one about the um, the malevolent. They, they, I, we had mentioned it last week. Where you know, I've always wanted to see this series because there is a, there's about ten seasons worth or whatever. They're also in charge of that one. So yeah, I, I saw that rumor and I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. I know David Production was the one who did seasons one and two, and I think they did a phenomenal job. Especially my my big takeaway for. Fire Force was always the um, their sound, uh, just the way things clicked and the way things kind of like, you know, were pointed out. Any, anytime he kind of just jumped from the ground into the fire, I thought the sound was always excellent, especially the sound effects. So, um, again, I don't see this as any sort of upgrade, downgrade. I think it's a good, you know, if somebody else going to pick it up, especially if somebody of that quality, by all means. Again, the Managatari, you know, they hold up with their storytelling. They hold up with their... Um, yeah, their animation. The animations, it, it's very good. It's just, I've never actually seen, again, those are the only two I know. If they've done others, I'm not sure. But I've never actually seen Studio Shaft in a action role. So I guess this would be interesting for me to kind of see more or less where they head, head to with that. Okay. Um, you know, like you mentioned, the, the we're, we're both Fire Force enjoyers. I know there's a... I, I, I'm not, I actually don't really know the the perception of it is is it generally liked not liked it's the ones the ones who made soul eater and does have a it does have a pretty good very good following uh i know people just in, for the anime you know always a little wary about that type of stuff but as far as the manga it's it's huge following again these are your soul eater fans so you know and then and then some who actually like the premise more so than others so it, it has a great following. I, any following that any other anime would have. Okay. Okay. So it's yeah, I mean, uh, and, like you said, animation. We I've always liked it. Uh, the sound, the music, the the intros are pretty good too. Oh yeah. I know, I know there's one that you love. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Inferno, by, dude. By Miss Green Apple, I think that's the name of them. I, I lately I've been seeing you know people on YouTube make their like their top anime you know all time whatever and they always are always updating it i see that song in just about every list now so <laughs> um what else do we got going on uh is is there anything else for anime that you can think of i know uh a new demon slayer i think dropped today i haven't checked it out yet but uh probably will yeah. at some point later interestingly enough I, I don't have anything more so but i know that the black clover black clover is about to the movie is about to drop what in about yeah. two weeks two mm -hmm. weeks well, that's in two weeks, right? June 16th. But other than that, we are getting ready and gearing up already towards the summer season. And I mention it every single time, you know, just to kind of give people a, a heads up. There's a lot of stuff that, that's already being, what's that word? It's, it's already being given a release date for the summer uh, season. So if you haven't, just, you know, Google summer season. You'll see a lot of the updates already there on Google or uh, any, any dedicated anime website. Um, there have been a couple of projects that were announced. The only one I'm familiar with was the Macross animation project. But that is about it. Other than that, I think Skate the Infinity has a special, special event coming out uh, later on. But aside from that, just some that i'm not familiar with at all um just things getting release dates and that's probably where we're gonna be getting for the next month or two before we get a major like i guess announcement or before a major announcement comes into play for the for the fall or the winter season so yeah that's that's it for me man as far as anime i know it's not a lot but again there's a lot of great stuff out there so if you're not checking it checking it out and this the we're already getting done with our spring season everything's already getting to those last few episodes so if you're a binger you gotta get on those yeah so i mean that's it you heard him the animation to himself yeah. uh speaking of binging moving over to tv and movies we had uh ted lasso finish up we had succession finish up i know i i know you finished succession i know i finished ted lasso uh so those are two other great shows to be watching uh i'm i'm a few episodes into season two of succession loving it you know what a, what a great show uh i finished up ted lasso and 
man, like it's so heartbreaking that it's over. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. I haven't, I haven't seen season three yet, and I'll get to it eventually. Um, but I have heard that the ending was pretty satisfactory for the most part. I know there's a couple of maybe loose ends. I kind of maybe lends itself to some sort of spinoff. What I kind of see in the general consensus, is there any like merit to that? Yeah, there is at least, there's three different things that lead themselves um, to possibly there being something, a spinoff or something to go in a, in a, in a direction. Uh, two of them, one of them has, I think, a pretty good chance. Uh, the other two are probably a little less likely. They're more just like a, a little open-ended uh, ending for some characters. But uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it, it's so it was so good. I know uh, a while back, I think we were discussing about it, uh, maybe halfway through or something. I think you had said that you read that it was like maybe the weakest season, but it was it was still so good. It might it might very well be, but it was still so good and. One thing that is just uh, amazing within the show is the continuity. They bring back a lot of things from early seasons. One thing in particular that happens like in the final game, like if you if you can remember back to season one, it something happens and you're like, oh my goodness, like like they came back to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it was just really good in general, uh, and just such a heartwarming show, you know. Uh, Ted Lasso being one of those characters that we put like in that box with uh, Prince Boji, uh, Orekawa, you know, just generally good people that make you want to be better. So what a character, what a portrayal and uh, congrats to like, you know, the team working on Ted Lasso and, you know, the the selfish side of me hopes that there is more. But who knows? Maybe maybe it's one of those things that, you know, it's gonna better left untouched since it was so great. I don't know. It's bittersweet. Yeah, and and that's what I hear for for Telasso. Um, you said you were on the few episodes in of Succession season two. Yeah, I think I think I think I'm on season four. I mean, uh, episode four, episode five, somewhere there. So uh, I'm at a point where Siobhan is about to come into the company. They just went. They just went on a retreat. Yeah, they went on a retreat where, Did you see the where Logan, where, yeah, where Logan embarrasses Tom <laughs> and and what's his name, cousin Greg, and one of the other guys, and I was furious, dude. Hey, dude. I, I because I love Greg and I love Tom. I think I told you that before. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I was I was beside myself. I I was pissed. Hey, well, no, I don't think you you haven't seen the dinner scene. If they're at the retreat, there's a there's a scene where they're all sitting at the table. Have you seen that scene yet? And Logan is just boy, man. Brian Cox, phenomenal. Have you seen that episode yet? Uh, where they're all sitting at dinner, or they're they're or, si- they're, or, they're or all the having dinner? Retreat. Yeah. No, well, no well, the the what I saw that pissed me off was where they're at dinner, and he he has found out that there's a rat that's talking to uh news somebody that's gonna write something for him yeah 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 and, and he, he, he calls out greg and he calls out tom and then some other guy and puts him like to play this game on the floor and puts him on the floor and makes them do some dumb shit and like it, it's crazy it's crazy yeah. i don't i don't want to say too much because like some you know i don't know if people have seen it or not but i'm a, i'm there and he just embarrassed the shit out of all these people or two of my favorite characters, so I'm I'm beside myself with him right now. Yeah, no, it it, it gets it's gonna get even more intense, man. Uh, I'm I'm glad you're almost done with that one, at least for season two. I know Succession just finished up, also, and the other one just to kind of give it a shout out because I kind of I'm halfway through season one, but it was what I see was excellent was Barry. I know Barry also finished up, so it's Barry to last on Succession, um, and those were kind of you know two of them being on HBO and then one being on Apple, but went back to Succession. Uh, a spoiler free, just kind of my two cents, and it kind of seemed everybody was more on the same page. Um, divisive in a sense, but not in that type of way. More so that everybody agreed that, as far as storytelling, direct like directing, oh my oh my dude, masterpiece. Like these guys, man, just man, they they knocked it out of the park, and I'm talking like over the stadium because it was an amazing episode. What people what makes it divisive is that people are kind of more so upset with 
because there is going to be somebody. There is a winner. There is a winner here, all right? But it's kind of like the way it goes about it. But as far as like actual characters and I, you know, my personal opinion, the characters and the way they're portrayed, you know, it's it's a sense of storytelling that you're kind of like, wow, because every storytelling does have these things where there are there's progression and growth and all these things. But they take that and they teach you a lesson in growth. And you're gonna be like, wow. Like it, it's, and again, people people loved it, people hated it, but even the people who disliked it do not take away from the fact that it was just done amazingly. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, they didn't like the ending, but wow, like the way they kind of got up to it, you know, they didn't like the ending from a story from a story perspective, but like just directing in general, like it was, it, it flowed, it went, you know, there was some moments and, wow and it was good dude like the ending was it was intense and me personally i i liked it i liked it for what it was there was just one character in particular where i just couldn't wrap my head around you know as to why everybody else i kind of had figured out but it was just this one character and again i'm not going to say who or what but you're just going to be like whoa okay which is which is an interesting part because it's kind of like i understood why but again, other people never understood why for the same character. And it was kind of that same one character who kind of made, made her break it for everybody. So, but it, it's very well done. So, you know, hopefully you get to the end. Season four was fantastic. So as overall, it was fantastic. It was great. So, um, yeah, hopefully you finish it up quick and let me know what you think. I'll probably get back on that uh, a little later today. Maybe, maybe after this, I'll squeeze in a couple more episodes uh over some dinner or something um something else that's been popping off is uh movies lately i know you already saw uh, the new spider-man movie twice yeah uh <laughs> i've heard i've heard very good things about uh the little mermaid too uh you know the music in that movie the visuals i've heard good things about the visuals i've heard that it's up there for like the best uh live action thing that disney has done uh, which I mean, they're they're they've been very hit and miss on on some of those things, for sure. So I don't know how big of a compliment that is, really. But uh, I mean, this was this was gonna be a tough one with the music between the music and the visuals. It was gonna be hard to do the thing underwater and then to follow up on a lot of the music that you know is very nostalgic for a lot of us, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, I, I haven't uh, I haven't gone to see that one, and I, I haven't seen Spider Man either. But Spider Man. If I get a chance, I'll probably see it this coming week. If I get to go up to uh, go see my nephew, like I'm, I'll kidnap him and we'll go, we'll go watch it. There you go. The, we saw it in Dolby the first time. The uh, mm-hmm. first time it was me, Andrew, Ricky, and Melanie. And the second time, you know, and I, Andrew walked out. He goes, you know, I think that movie was gonna be uh, that would be a better experience than IMAX because Dolby is known for its colors, the blacks, all that good stuff. The screening is, isn't as big, and then you have laser IMAX, which is it's it's supposed to be just a very very small downgrade as far as like color portrayal. But obviously, you're dealing with a bigger screen, the brightness and the sound and stuff like that. And IMAX dude was definitely the way to go for that film. And that movie. I loved Into the Spider-Verse. I remember, I think Jed had asked me, hey, which, which first Spider-Verse movie? And I said, Into the Spider-Verse, hands down, no, no questions asked, like, Into the Spider-Verse is hands down the best Spider-Man that I've seen. And I'm actually going to go back and watch Into the Spider-Verse because part, this one, dude, like, when it comes to just, like, artistry and artistic appeal, holy shit, dude. Like, these guys were on one, man, because, like, if this thing were a comic book or a panel or, I don't know, we you know, get drawing, whatever, man dude it was it was a treat for the eyes and then the music was great the way the music went with the dialogue and oh man dude it was it was good and there was some scenes that stick out to me three in particular that were super well done that you know it's just amazing so if you haven't seen it go and check it out honestly 10 10 for me um it, it depending on how this because there's going to be a part three how part three works it might just go down as one of the best animated trilogies i've ever seen um but yeah man great it was a great film yeah it's funny andrew said the same thing i asked him last night when we logged on to uh diablo i asked him hey you went did you end up seeing spider-man again he said yes i saw i and i asked him was it any better the second time and he said dude believe it or not watching it in imax actually made it better and i think he said that he went from like a nine a nine to like a nine five so i was like oh wow like he's like dude if you get a chance to see it in imax watch it in IMAX. oh yeah dude I I was like, it, it, it was 
for me, it was a 10 already. And when I walked out, I said, holy hell. And Ricky had said it was 9.5. And Ricky gave a very, very specific answer as to why. And I'm sure now that Andrew has a, a 9.5 range, our, he has the same answer as Ricky why is a 9.5. And it's nothing, the, it's nothing the movie itself did. It was a creative decision, obviously. And like, I don't want to kind of say anything because, you know, and I kind of figured, you kind of figure it out, you know, halfway through, you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those type of movies, you know, mm. so... Not to say, not to say whatever, but you know, I mean, a nine five is still near perfection. So, oh yeah, and, and again, very specific, very very specific reason, and it's kind of like one of those where like it got nine five because I want more. So it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I get you. And there's a very particular reason. Um, can I tell you? <laughs> tell people I don't out know. there. I don't it's. Know. I, I, I <laughs> Let's look. All I'm gonna say is it's uh, think of like Endgame. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, not Endgame, Infinity Wars. I'm sorry. Think of Infinity Wars. All right. So that's all I'm gonna say. But we are gonna get. I believe I saw somewhere that we don't have to wait long for Spider Man beyond the Spider Verse because it's into the Spider Verse, across Spider Verse, beyond the Spider Verse, the third one. I'm pretty sure I saw a 2024 release date for Beyond the Spider Verse. Let me just double check. I'm pretty um, sure. I'm pretty sure I saw that too. I saw that, yeah. and then I saw something about Tom Holland saying that like this is the best Spider-Man movie he's ever seen, or that. Oh yeah. In his opinion, something like that too. So, and that coming from Tom Holland, you know, Spider-Man himself at at least current day. He, he did say that Into the Spider-Verse was his favorite Spider-Man film. So I'm sure he's seen Beyond the Spider-Verse, and probably honestly the same reaction that just about everybody gets. That holy shit, dude. Um, but yeah, so parts. Part Beyond Spider Verse will come out March 29th, twenty twenty four. So we we wait less than a year, which is perfect, perfect because I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Um, one of the things I do want to highlight was that Metro Boom was the vocalist, the the lyricist guy, who, uh, the rapper who made the the soundtrack for this. But the music composition, the composer Daniel Daniel Pemberton, oh my dude, man, the score for the movie was good. <laughs> Then again, it's you know the soundtrack and then the score. It is different, right? So in case people don't know, the score being the instrumentals and the bands and the orchestra that kind of provides the background music for the dialogue and the action scenes. And then you have the transition, the lyrics, and then uh, from the actual soundtrack itself. Daniel Pemberton, man, dude, God, man, it's good, it's good stuff, good stuff. I, I, I cannot say anything bad about this movie man because again i've seen it twice i'll buy the blu-ray and there's a trilogy i'll buy a trilogy there's an amazing poster i'm gonna buy the poster like i'm all about this memorabilia stuff man for this for this film does it have a like a definitive song the way uh the first one had the sunflower song i would say so yeah this one does have i think it's called annihilate uh they have what there's annihilate that comes on the beginning and then they do have one that comes out the credits which can also probably be one of them uh but I think I would say it's annihilate personally. Um, yeah. And it actually, it actually opens up with little Wayne. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it actually opens up a little Wayne, but Metro boom is the one that it's the, um, uh, Metro boom is the one who's kind of on most of the soundtracks, if not all the soundtracks. I think only like not on two of them, but it's annihilate. I am dreaming all the way and calling those four were the big, big ones for, for this film. Or the ones that did actually pop out in the in the um, in the movie itself. So if you get a chance to listen to those four, and, and as a matter of fact, they do have stars next to them. On I just looked it up on the on um, Apple Music. If you have Apple Music, okay. So I mean, all I'm hearing is I gotta get myself out to go watch that movie as soon as I can. <laughs> hey, if you could watch an IMAX, dude. Hey, dude. It's wow. <laughs> That's all. It's just if there's some way, dude. Go to watch an IMAX, man. Do it. Yeah, and then uh, in the in movie news, also we have uh, the Flash coming out pretty soon, which you know has its little uh, controversies about it with the with the main actor and stuff. But I mean, <laughs> for all saying? for all intents and purposes, <laughs> I mean, the guy seemed like he was in big trouble, and then all of a sudden the people started to pre-screen the movie and said, "Well." Uh, he's okay. <laughs> so. Hey, hey, for for a movie to be to already get like these pre screenings to make you forget everything that this guy did, all the what is it, disturbing the peace and just you know being a being a shit to stick over in Hawaii, like <laughs> it's but dude. But the trailer, man, the trailer looks real good too. And every time it plays, I'm like, man, dude, I think I might just watch this in IMAX also, dude. So 
We'll see, man. I know Andrew is saying IMAX, and I, I told him, like, hey, you want to see Flash? Like, and that's because I've never seen a full DC movie. I've seen them. I take that back. I haven't seen a major, like those big ones, like Justice League or Aquaman, or I saw Superman years ago, but I don't remember it. I never saw the other one, the Batman versus Superman. I did see uh, Suicide Squad, you know, but it's you know, not part of this part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I'm actually excited to kind of see this. And it's kind of good because I'm sure there'll be some references. Actually, there are some references, right? You know, Ben Affleck, but um, with James Gunn kind of doing the soft reboot thing with the DC route, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes, man. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a just based off the trailer, we're going to see a lot of interesting things across different characters. Uh, Superman, Batman, Flash, like it, it's going to be good. It looks really good. Just the, the trailer kind of already shows you so much. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm super excited for that movie more than anything else, to be honest. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, super random. Well, not random. Going back to Spider Man, just one more time. Did you hear that there was a they're they're doing a Spider uh, a Miles Morales and a Spider Gwen live action movie? Really, yeah, I had heard I saw it somewhere twice already. It's like the two or three times I've seen it somewhere. There is rumor. I don't know if anything confirmed that or who's going to be playing them, but there's rumor of a, of a live action Miles Morales Spider Gwen um, movie coming out, and I think it's about damn time. Because I love Miles, you know, when, when he had been announced years, years ago, I remember kind of looking into him and stuff like that. And then when he finally started getting put into the animated series his first or whatever, it was, you know, just awesome. And then he just kind of blew up and he's on par. He's not on He's right under Peter Parker, obviously, but Miles Morales is a big name. So he had Miles and, and Spider-Gwen, especially now that um, Ghost Spider, Spider-Gwen is getting her is getting hers that's also a big deal because she's she's becoming that that solid solidified number three you know as far as like the big spider-man you know the series and stuff like that so that's awesome considering we have lots and lots but only a few actually have their own comic book so yeah that's awesome i mean yeah. i mean with with what they've been putting out lately with these movies i mean oh it's just a matter of time man yeah that's, you know, that's true it's a matter of time spider-woman silk uh, Spider-Man 29, Superior Spider-Man's, you know, just there's 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 a lot you can do. I think I just bought a um um I have the what did I just buy the first appearance of Penny Parker, and then I bought the first appearance of T-Rex Spider T-Rex Spider-Man, T T T Spider. I forgot his name, but there's a lot, dude. And so it's it's exciting, good stuff. Yeah, last few things I have here for TV and movies is uh, the Last of Us. The Last of Us is Nico Parker is set to star as Astrid, and the Black Phones Mason Thames will play Hiccup in the live action remake of How to Train Your Dragon. Which is Uh, strange because what what were you saying? I was just gonna say I didn't see the Black Phone, but I I know Nico Parker from Last of Us. Go ahead. Well, in my sense, I was just you know the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy dude was phenomenal. I don't know if you remember that series, man, but... Oh, yeah, I loved them. God, I, I, they're amazing. Amazing. Story, Storytelling-wise, dude, they were amazing. And, you know, I'm just curious to see how a remake of this is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to go. The only cool thing is, I, especially if the effects are done right, it's always cool to see dragons in a movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm hoping the dragons are done pretty good. And for some reason, I always get, I don't know if you ever remember that movie. It was based off the, 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 the it's what's called a cycle by Christopher Paolini, Aragon and, and Eldis and all those. Um, the dragons were a little weird in that yeah. one, when the movie came out years, years ago. And when my uncle passed away, well, my uncle passed away. I'm sorry. One of the movies he always he he really enjoyed. You know, despite all the backlash, he really enjoyed Aragon. Aragorn. So he was, hey, what's part two coming out? And it, it had been 20 years. I was like, Uncle, I don't think it's ever gonna come out. So he was kind of disappointed because he did like the whole high fantasy thing. So I'm getting. I'm hoping it doesn't go that route as far as the dragons are concerned. But it really kind of brings them to life, man. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that that's kind of like. Like that's a for sure thing because the 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 animated trilogy was so popular and was so good. Had good music, had good story. The characters were exceptional. The dragons, you know, all the different types hey, were, were phenomenal. <laughs> so if you're gonna if you're gonna take the chance and remake this thing, you have to do it right. 
you don't want to be that studio or those people that go and do this and you Make know imagine bomb. Yeah. Want to do this. yeah so it'll be weird if, if they <laughs> I, I really hope they don't mess this up. yeah i know likewise uh last thing i had here just because i'm a fanboy uh batman mask of the phantasm is releasing in 4k on september 13th i believe on hbo hey man that movie um, exceptional movie oh Amazing yeah movie. oh yeah <laughs> i remember buying it when i was a kid and i didn't even i didn't re- you know you love it because you love batman when you're a kid and you love the you know the joker and different things that come out in the movie but like you don't realize how good something is like from a different perspective until you get a little bit older and watch it again and it's just it's an exceptional movie so i'm really excited to watch that again yeah and, and it had some amazing scenes too i always the, the joker scene at the end always threw me for a loop man and especially when you find out who the uh, you know who's behind the mask you're kind of like what the hell oh, good stuff dude yeah i'm excited uh gaming it was also a big week for gaming we had the diablo early access street fighter 6 came out uh reviews for both are have been like kind of off the charts so uh, i know you and i have already gone into diablo uh i'm loving it i'm uh, playing barbarian also some uh uh what's the other one rogue some rogue i know you're playing a uh necromancer uh we have some of our other guys playing their their characters as well uh, have you heard anything else about Street Fighter? Uh, what are your thoughts on Diablo? Just give me a, give me a, a little go around. Well, first of all, Diablo Four man, amazing. I know playing Part Three. I had a lot of fun playing Part Three, but I, um, my my thing was always it's very arcadey, it's very arcadey, and I can't mention I can't mention it that to you even beforehand. This one, it's not it, the 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 major concepts of Diablo are actually still there, but you know, it's almost the same, but I don't find this one as arcadey as I did part three. And I don't know if it has to do with maybe the graphics or maybe how fast these things were coming out or just, you know, how crazy your screen would get with just these guys to where in part four, it does get crazy, but I'm able to maneuver and be a lot more intentional as far as like what I'm doing rather than just spamming the same damn button, you know, as I did in Diablo three. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, I'm able to strategize quite a bit more and I'm able to kind of look at my keyboard, okay, I'm going to do this, this combo here, combo there. Like I'm able to at least land combos and debuff for my, in my case, my skeletons to do whatever they need to do or vice versa, uh, my my army of of, <laughs> of the undead. <laughs> it just sounds fun. But Diablo 4, it's I, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm really glad I'm on, I know you're uh, you're on, what, 30 something with a barbarian? Yeah, I think I'm about to hit 40. Are 40 already? I'm barely at 28, 29. 29, I think, is where I am with my Necromancer. But again, the it, it's always a fun game. And you know it's a fun game whenever it's like you play the game and hey, to hell with the story. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm over here like just I'm doing everything but the story. I'm I'm going through all the as much as I can through the continent, through you know, if the fracture peaks through here, and I'm trying to do all the dungeons, I'm trying to do all these things, and the good thing is that, that the game scales to your level, so it never really feels like I'm too overpowered for anything. I have died a couple of times for in some bosses, and again, that those are my faults because I was you're able to at least do something else and come in so i, I want to get through the end just so i can see these world tiers and stuff like that um i start playing i know rico and i we can at least get through it and you know very uh gun fire reborn and just kind of you know do some runs on here but overall i'm loving it um just uh, just an amazing game so i'm really glad you know got the early access also and just really glad to to play and be a part of this <laughs> street fighter i have not heard much of i, I did see that a lot of people are as far as the characters themselves are very, very popular, if you catch my drift, um, they're very revealing. Uh, the the boo physics, I think, are pretty good. I know people love boo physics when it comes to these fighting games, but I know just overall the game is doing very, very well for a Street Fighter. Um, not for a Street Fighter, but it is Street Fighter doing very, very well for the fight scene. So uh, kudos to both of those men. Again, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary for me. Yeah. Um... I'm also I'm not really a fighting I'm not really a fighting game person so I I probably won't be playing Street Fighter but you know just uh, a lot of nines a lot of tens across the board for that game so I had to shout it out uh, for sure. Um, in terms of Diablo, I feel a, a lot of the same stuff that you were saying uh, a little more challenging than Part Three was. I feel like there's times where like you can you have to like evade and get out of there and give exactly. yourself like a chance to breathe. And it's not just like steamrolling everything. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 
the the open world system is a lot better i think now with like the world uh, events there's random bosses that you run into uh i know i i actually re-encountered the one that we ran into the other day where it was like we were like dude why are there so many like big bosses here well it turns out that that one is like a special world boss that you run into and it's a single guy but his ability is uh multiplying so if you don't if you don't attack him he'll just create more vert more of himself and that's where we ended up like just running into him and there was like like 10 or 15 of them and they just destroyed us remember yeah on that little cliffside yeah (laughs) so uh there's no way he would have multiplied that many times like with just us there so somebody must have fought him and then said f this i'm out of here and left those like 10 guys there for somebody else somebody else's problem yeah uh and it seems like those guys drop like curated loot because i fought him like two or three other times and killed him and he drops the exact same staff every single time i've run into him i've run into uh one of like the trees also that drops like that also gave me that same icon for like a special world boss uh but yeah i mean i'm I'm loving the game it's one of those games where like i'm doing something and i'm like fuck i want to play diablo like i want to get on the game like i, I gotta finish this because i gotta get on the game <laughs> <laughs> so i haven't had that in a while so um i'm excited and it's funny you mentioned gunfire reborn i believe the dlc did already come out with the two new characters that we talked oh, about maybe two weeks ago or so yeah with the with the person that does like with the moon stuff and then the the character that has like the mech astrology i think astrology and like a mech guy mm-hmm. or a mech character too yeah so that is out it's just unfortunately came out at the same time as diablo so uh Obviously, since we're both playing, we both got the early access because it does drop in a couple, in like, what, two two more days? Yeah. It actually re- is the full release. So at that point, we'll probably get Season Pass and some other things uh, that we don't have access to yet. There's also going to be some Twitch drops, I believe, in the next couple of days. Some from just watching, others from uh, donating to, I think, two uh, subs to certain streamers where you'll get, like, a, a, a special drop or something. I don't remember exactly what they are, but uh, nonetheless, like if you're one of those people that likes to watch streams and stuff like that, you know, you can tune into a lot like any streamer pretty much for the for just the drops. And then there's a certain list that you have to go to for like the the gifted subs thing. So if you're into that, look it up, check it out. Um, Some other little things that we had uh, before I get into one that's going to be a lot of speculation is going to be. Uh, Nintendo is announced that they're going to have a new line of pastel Joy-Con controllers uh, on June 30th. They're going to come in pink, yellow, purple, and green. Did you check these out? Yeah, well, yeah. I, um, I always, anytime you hear the pastel colors, I, I, to me, they're synonymous with the Easter. So think of those pastel Easter colors. Those are the colors of the Joy-Cons. Like Rico, I mentioned pastel purple. I guess it's more, I'm not even going to attempt to give you like, to give you the actual color of these, because I'm sure lilac? there's actual, <laughs> yeah, lilac. Um, lilac. I, I, I'm sure there's an actual name for these that's, pastel that's like, colors. Yeah, the green one. Think of like mint, like, like a cerulean. Mint, <laughs> mint ice cream. Yeah, dude. <laughs> pink. The pink one. Think of like Sakura's hair. Yeah. And yellow. Yellow. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I super Saiyan. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even gonna try uh, giving you colors to these, but yeah, I did check them out. And again, you know, check, I, there are people out there who actually collect Joy Cons, believe it or not. So I'm sure they're thrilled. Well, in a sense, because Joy Cons are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are. I really like the purple and green, man. I I love I love purple. Uh, purple is my favorite color. Green is my. I was thinking fair, fair color green would be it, man. But they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, they are for sure. And if people are gonna be swiping these up, I mean, that's just gonna make it crazier. If, you, if 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 they're not available and you have to get them secondhand, yeah. Uh, I also did read this week that Microsoft is looking for ways to close the Activision Blizzard deal without the United Kingdom's approval. I've heard some stuff going around, some whispers about one of the guys that kind of like shot it down because of the whole cloud thing that we discussed a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, used to work at Sony. They're saying also that. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That he didn't take the proper time 
the full time to like review everything. I've heard rumors of Microsoft even pulling themselves out of the UK when it comes to like the the cloud services. Because I know that that's why the UK said like, oh no, like we're not going to do this because they dominate the cloud market or something like that, which was very odd when we first like reviewed it. So I don't know. They're they're looking at ways already to. I've read that there's something like appeal. There's something like we're going to move forward without you. And I've read they've even considered pulling out uh, their cloud service of the UK. So I don't know. I don't know. There there there's something going on there too that uh, we got kind of got to look out for what's going on there. Uh, because it seems like they've gotten that momentum again after that uh, that one instance of uh, kind of getting shot down. That it's gonna keep moving forward until we eventually get that uh, U.S. kind of approval, or you know, it being shot down. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, speaking of Microsoft Xbox, the last thing where I mentioned we're gonna have some uh, predictions and stuff like that, uh, speculation. We got the showcase coming next week, Sunday. I think is what you said, Marcus, right? Yes, Sunday at what, what time was it? Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So that'd be 12 noon Central time, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, so that again was going to be the Xbox Games Showcase uh, followed directly by the Starfield Direct. Uh, any any predictions? Any things you hope to oh, see? Easy. I, know, I, know, I know one for sure. <laughs> easy. And what, what, what generated my excitement even more was there was a lot of people on Twitter who were kind of like... Uh, they they have the same thing because if you look at the I guess the reveal for the showcase, uh, it's a it's a, a camera phone and it looks like a camera phone. It's, it's following a blue trail of glitter to the computer that has Xbox Game Showcase on the screen. Now oh, people yeah. are speculating. That's Forza. That's Forza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> people are speculating because in the Fable series, you're uh, to go from point A to point B or like the direction whatever you know if you're going on a side quest or a main quest or whatever. It's a glitter. It's a in, the difference is it's a it's a yellow glitter path that you follow as a traveling point, right? To come to get from point A to point B. So this is a blue glitter path. So I don't know, man. I'm just you know I'm hoping people are just not you know going a little crazy and jumping the gun here. But I am hoping for Fable. Always hoping for Fable. But this time I'm confident we are gonna get Fable. Yeah, because you know I did come across you know this um what is it video where xbox came out with a blue stream of glitter and i said yeah man it's happening it has to be it's it's blue glitter dude it's gonna happen so aside from fable some of my predictions can i get to the predictions part already yeah go for it some of my predictions fable fable and fable at the end of the day it's all that matters so yeah thank you for coming to my podcast (laughs) no but to be to be more frank um Gears of War. It's been a while since we have some Gears of War news at all, period. So I do think we're going to get some something Gears of War. I'm not sure in what capacity. I know a lot of people are hoping for a main game, uh, the next the, the next Gears of War game to come out, so we should be seeing at least a teaser of that. I'm also speculating that we do see maybe some sort of Halo, again, in some other capacity. I know Halo just started venturing off, not just, right, but they, they, they have those spin-offs that have been coming out, uh, Halo Wars, um, as an example, so maybe that we might get a little, bit, a little bit more something as far as Halo's concerned. I am hoping for Hellblade. It's been a long while since we've seen Hellblade. When Hellblade 2 was first teased, it was on an Xbox showcase, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm hoping we get a little bit more of Hellblade um, uh, Hellblade 2 and I'm not sure what else I'm always one of the things I'm always hoping for in, on these showcases especially Xbox showcases because I know they do a lot more of the absorbing and then reviving rather than going to make their own IPs or new IPs I am hoping for some fresh stuff or some new IPs something that we haven't seen that might look interesting I'm always hoping that you know Xbox does maybe venture more into the uh RPG market and their own their own spin on the RPG. I know they tried in the past with like that record game that I tried, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of am about it. But um, they have tried to dip their feet into these things. So I'm hoping we, maybe they keep trying to get we get more of that. Uh, so again, that's I'm shooting for Fable, uh, Gears of War, a little bit of Halo, Senua, and maybe for some new game that I'm hoping you know some a new IP that they might have come out. I did see rumblings of Avowed. I know is, is that Avowed? Um, yeah. That's, I know Avowed's been um, also kind of there here nor there. Um, I'm always hoping for a new Jade Empire game. You know, I remember. I don't know if you remember Jade Empire. They're the ones. Was it Bioware? It's a Bioware game. 
that uh, that they made for the original Xbox. And there's never been in, in, in any other game like that. This one was just you know you had a four kung fu um, um, martial artists, and it was the Bioware you know formula. But the fact that you were kung fu martial artists was awesome. So if you got something like that, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, you mentioned Avowed. That's probably one of the things like I want to see the most. I figure this is the time for Fable. This is also the time for Senua. I'm with you there. Um, I, I, As much as I want to see something of the Elder Scrolls, I don't think this is the time. Because I feel like if they announce something with Elder Scrolls, them having the Starfield Direct right after, like that's going to steal uh, some of the attention, at, at, at least from like the Bethesda stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't think anything there. Uh in terms of like the Halo stuff, I think maybe some uh maybe another se- some seasonal stuff, maybe some DLC. Uh Gears is another good shout that you uh, mentioned. I know we have the rumors of the movie uh and stuff like that or that that a uh, Netflix right show also. So yeah. I don't know, we'll see our our first look there. Maybe another game and a big hope is that we get a bit a new game a new reveal yeah uh, of anything we, yeah something new yeah, at least so we, we need at least one big new game uh to look forward to exactly and that's what i'm hoping for yeah. and, and again i'm hoping for a new ip or something new and uh, me personally that is not a shooter if it's a shooter with rpg mechanics and maybe a spin on that fine but i don't i don't want another call of duty another you know um what's the other one um Black- Battlefield, another Battlefield. I'm hoping for something not something like that because a lot of times we do get something like that. And then there's also that same formula where, um, which again, if it's done right, I'm okay with. But then we get the same formula where it's like a first person, but I guess Bioshock, where Bioshock, I remember kind of usually one of the first who did it correctly. And a lot of people are, are kind of going to that route because I still remember a lot of the, um, I forgot what showcase, but we had some skeletons and we had some stuff that always looks interesting that we had mentioned a while back. But again, I'm I'm hoping for something a little different, and if not, then you know maybe something a little more um, RPG, open world. I, I guess I, I don't want to say um, um, Elden Ring type thing, but again, Elden Ring did did something right. So we'll see, man. I'm hoping for some good stuff. Um, you think they'll mention Game Pass at all, or no? Of course, I think <laughs> everything that comes out, you know, is. Gonna Day be one. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's all they're gonna <laughs> say. Game Pass. Coming to Game Pass. Of course, yeah. we're gonna get some indie stuff too. That I'm sure you know. Every now and then, they put out something pretty cool for, for uh, in, in terms of indie games. They they usually do pretty good job. So I'm sure we'll get some of those too. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I think for the gaming news, uh, we do. I do have two other things before we get into the hero of the week. Uh, I mentioned to Marcus last week. I don't know if you remembered. But I had you, I told you I wanted you to brainstorm a little bit for a challenge. Yeah. Uh, for something you wanted me to watch. Uh, I, I have mine. I went with a show. Uh, we did this. Have we done this one other, only one other time or this will be the third time? Just once, right? Just once during the, what is it, New Year's? Yeah, during New Year's. So uh, did you come up with yours? I have not. Yeah, but 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 this is for watching something, right? Yeah, it's to watch something. To it's going to be another watch. It's going to be. I guess we can give each other whatever whatever amount you think. But uh, my challenge for you is to watch True Detective season one on HBO. True Detective. Yeah. Uh, does that have to be live action? Yeah, it is live action. No, no I'm saying like like like. If oh I no! Like- no you, you can pick whatever you want. Hmm. I don't know. I gotta think about it because now I, I need to like pop into my anime list and kind of see, you know, what's on there. And and maybe I'll give something totally obscure to where you can be like, huh? So that's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me think about it. But True Detective. Yeah. So think that's- about it, and you can message me, and we'll update either next week or or whenever. But but mine for you is True Detective season one, McConaughey and Harrelson. Top okay. tier, dude. Top tier TV. All right, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll get on that. All right, so we'll close up with uh, Hero of the Week. I don't know if you, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it already, but uh, the Boston Celtics co-owner, Rob Hale, uh, gave, I think, the speech at uh, UMass graduation. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he is an alumni. He went to school there. 
uh, and he gave each student that was graduating a thousand dollars, five hundred for them to get started with whatever they're gonna do with their lives, and five hundred he asked them to give to somebody in need. Wow! So he gave him a gift of a jump start and a gi- and the gift of giving was what how he put it. So that was pretty cool. And he it, it was funny when they asked him about it afterwards. He's like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to give away. He did. He did bring up like what I mentioned about giving them a head start with whatever they're going to do and then giving them the gift of giving. And uh, I think whoever was interviewing him was saying that uh, he's probably going to get invited to a lot more uh, speeches, a lot more graduations. Everybody's going to want to book him. Uh, but I thought that was really cool. So, of wow. course, the guy's worth billions of dollars. So, uh, you know, he, he can afford to do stuff like that. But still, he didn't have to. And he did. Which uh, which is cool, and I think the message that he that he gave there was was pretty nice. So here of the week, Rob Hill, Boston Celtics. I know you love them. Wow, I do not love them, but that is kudos, man. That is awesome. I wish I wish he you know was at my graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Just real sad, like dang. <laughs> By the yeah. way, can, can I can I recommend uh, can I recommend you watch One Piece or no? I mean, if you, give, if you give me like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was just busy with it because I know it was a, um, on a, um, obviously I'm going to give you something that's watchable that we can watch relatively quick. So, but yeah, I was just joking around. But man, going back to Hero, Hero of the Week, $500 for yourself and then making them. And I think that's kind of, I'm not making them, right? Because I, like, how many do you think would actually like just pocket the money and just kind of go on their way? But yeah, giving them that option to what do good in the world, right? Or can at least instill good, which is good. I think I've always said the world needs a little bit more, uh, a little bit more giving, a little bit more good. Yeah, if any, if any of you, uh, UMass graduates or listeners, uh, the Metro nerds can need can use some help. So you can send us, uh, <laughs> you send us like 10 bucks, like we'll take it, baby. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I think that's it for for this week. Uh, again, I do not think we'll have a discussion. Maybe we will if something pops up. But uh, if if nothing else, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>